to Glitching the Code. Hi guys, welcome to Glitching the Code here on Iconic.com and you'll be listening to us on iTunes and Spotify and BitChute and YouTube as long as they keep us there. Although we had the, a video deleted last week, so I don't think it's going to be very long to be honest before they, they delete the channel. Uh, we're on Library as well and Odyssey and um, I think that's it at the moment, but um, you can find us on Minds and Gab, which is terrible, um, but we're on there. Gab at the moment is an influx of, of QAnon nonsense um so we're on there but i'm here with a new guest and it's great to meet new people and we're always trying to find new people to meet on this and not circulate circulate the same ideas and the same people um talking to each other so i'm with jimmy and it's jimmy the lip here's his youtube channel i got put onto his work by amy says what tf who i did a podcast with earlier on and i've just bought a book which is fantastic um into the black nobility and, and that stuff is incredible and it goes right to the heart of what could be behind this but jimmy's work as well especially his editing skills he did a, a mixtape video about the satanic ritual abuse which was fantastic and go over to his channel check that out um jimmy welcome to the show how did you get into looking into this weird and mental dark stuff uh well it all started back when i started working for a uh, international bank uh which was pretty close to jp morgan not jp morgan but next down and uh working in a cubicle you know week every day of the week I had something in my ears. So Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli was my uh, door opener to this world. Well, that, yeah, I mean, a lot of people start with him. Which is, the funny thing is I started a podcast about six years ago called Tinfoil Hats. And I didn't realise that one existed, so I stopped it very quickly and went over to Glitch in the Code. But I spoke to Sam not too long ago. So Sam was one of the earlier ones that you that you um, you found. So what was it about his work that you kind of thought, I would really like to look into this more, more into this sort of stuff? Well, I mean, he just made me think a little bit differently towards a lot of things. He do, he wasn't uh, really political when I first started listening to him. He, he I saw him kind of make, make his way into that. But, you know, just pretty much talking about 9-11, talking about time-traveling Bigfoots, all sorts of interesting things, you know. I like to I like to touch on everything I can, even if it seems that out there. You know, I, I want to learn more about what people think. They all kind of verge into one, don't they? And that's where you start off as in, you can start off as time-travelling big, Bigfoots and you end up at Donald Trump or a JFK assassination and then you come out at like satanic ritual abuse and they all do go into one. What was it when you started to realise? Was there a point where you realized, started to realise all of this sort of connects in a way? Hmm. Well, I mean, uh, let's see. Gee, I don't. I can't really think of anything that really connected with one another i mean it for started with me for me it started with 9-11 and it just kind of just tumbled from there uh made my way all the way up to like flat earth you know i, I don't not a flat earther uh but uh i don't know if you know eddie bravo or not but he says it all comes down to flat earth is what he thinks like they're hiding flat earth so it's like trying to find that the end of the rainbow if you will of whatever they are really trying to hide from us Exactly, and then you kind of get taken off and here and here, don't you? Um, let's bring it up to date then. What do you think of the whole QAnon thing? I, realize, I only realised, I've never kind of bought into the QAnon thing, but I only realised recently that it is actually a carbon copy of something called Operation Trust from the Soviet Union. Didn't realise that, only just found it out recently. That's where Alex Jones actually does come into some good. I quite like, I'm not a big fan of Alex's way of doing things, but you can't, I don't think anyone can really deny the amount he's put into the sort of work we do and the grounding that he's, he'd laid and he's entertaining as hell. So I, I watch it now and again, but very, but again, he was the one that brought up this, this, uh, connection to Operation Trust, um, which is a carbon copy of QAnon really. So what was your take on the whole QAnon thing? And now, especially with him, Trump gone today, where are they yeah. going to go? Well, I always, I always was weary of it. I thought this could be, you know, a sign of gathering all in one place to kind of tag us and bag us type of a deal, or uh, I mean, to make us look crazy as well. Like uh, they, if you ask me, all the Trump supporters, the boomers, as people like to call them, a lot of them, uh, they're all ta talking about the satanic pedophile stuff, and they're looking like crazy people, and they're jumping in front of the news camera and screaming it, that kind of a thing. So I think it's that made us made a lot of us look crazy, and it helped split us up. Like so much fighting has happened between like all the conspiracy. I call, I call them truthers. I hate saying conspiracy theorists. It's all the truthers. They all started getting at each other's throats at, at, at some point. So it helped break us up. It kind of had the opposite that it 
kind of wanted to have or, or professed to want to have to bring this whole satanic paedophile underbelly that really for me seems to be like the key to this if anything is going to bring this down it would be that's the one thing that people just won't put up with you can't excuse that once that comes to light so there was the, the mixtape that you did what got you started on that mixtape which is incredible guys and i'll put the link below to that to go and watch this because it covers many decades of this sort of research as well doesn't it yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, it, st it started off with the, the teaser that I made. The teaser was supposed to be just this one 10-minute video uh, with all this bunch of uh, truth or conspiracy stuff mixed in together. And then I, I, after like two days of working on just the, the, the first video, the initial, which is the teaser, I was like, "There's that's not enough time. 10 minutes isn't going to work. So I decided to make it just a, a little preview of what I want to do, So which that started with the George George Bush golfing swinging the ball into the Twin Towers, yeah. and it just rolled out from there. Like, just it, it just came so naturally. Like, I just – I was a machine when it happened. Like, I didn't even really notice. I didn't think too much about it. I just did it. But and then uh, I, I've always been passionate about the, uh, the you know, the satanic panic era, um, you know, tra trafficking, you know, pedophilia. Like, I'm, I, I'm a victim myself, so therefore mm -hmm. I'm always I'm – always, uh, passionate about that and fighting with that fighting you know fighting against that excuse me so that's what i wanted to focus on for the first volume was uh the satanic panic stuff and you say you've had a um, kind of experience that yourself so this was um something that was a passion for you so seeing someone like like a joe biden that has connections to this i mean i know joe biden's brother has land that's 10 minutes away or 10 miles away i think it's 10 minutes away from epstein island um I mean, that's something that you guys can go out and check. It's 10 minutes away. He has landed. Joe Biden stayed there himself. I believe there's tunnels on, on, um, on Epstein Island, and I believe they came up somewhere. I believe Ghislaine Maxwell had a, um, had a what did she have, a submarine license for a reason. Um, you've got to, and I know these things sound crazy, but these people are mad. Do you find it's hard to explain to people, because they're in their own mindset of going, well, that just sounds weird. To you, it sounds weird. But if you were brought up with a lot of money in a completely different world, in a cult, in a global cult, which I believe it is, it might not be that mad to you. There's two worlds going on here, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's very tough to br to bring this up to people. This is that's another reason why I wanted to do this truth or mixtape stuff. I wanted to be able to give people who are who are normies, sheeple, whatever you want to call them, to be able to watch this and then at least get some good truth out of it, factual stuff. That's for the for the most part. I want a lot of this stuff to be factual. Um, so it's. Since I can't verbally talk to them sometimes and get them to really listen to me, maybe I can show them something. And it all does connect together, doesn't it? Did you kind of there's a thread that goes through this from presidents, prime ministers, there's MK Ultra, MK Delta, I think is another one. Um, what's the one with the butterfly? I always forget the name of that. The, Monarch. 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 Monarch programming. Um, do you ever find yourself watching films, especially Netflix, and seeing the symbolism in everything? It used to be a bit. But it's everything now. Yeah. As soon as you see it once, any symbolism, you see it everywhere. It's crazy. Any triangle you see, any 666 type of thing, one eye covered, you know, you, you see it everywhere. Um, I haven't watched Netflix in about three years at this point. So, uh, but I'm sure it's rampant in there if you looked. I'm it's... sure it's everywhere. It's far worse than it used to be. It really is. And that's because a lot of people don't know that the uh, CEO of Netflix, his, uh, his great, great uncles were Edward Bernays and Sigmund Freud, both of them were his great-great-uncles. Therefore, it's a mind-control program, Netflix, exactly what it is. And it's absolutely everywhere. Have you ever seen the, the Butterfly Effect film? Have you ever gone of back course. and watched a film and gone, ah, that means completely something completely different from what I thought it meant? Yeah, yeah, it, it's funny you bring up the Butterfly Effect because uh, after I watched that not too long ago, again, for like the second or third time, I was like, that's definitely Project Monarch. It's like he's bringing himself back to a, a like a painful time in his life and... You know, it just—it's. I, I I knew where they were going with it. it you know, you know, deep seated type shit. So for so, anyone, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to swear. By the way, no, no, you can say shit, bollocks, all you want on it, it's fine. Um, the fact is, have you ever kind of um, trying to sort of. So with that, with that sort of, sort of stuff, the MK Ultra stuff, can you explain to to the listener who doesn't understand what MK Ultra is or, or Project Monarch? Let's start with Project Monarch. What do, what do they not know? Because I know the subsects are the same one. So what what if you had to explain Project Monarch to anyone who hasn't ever heard of it? What would you say? Uh, Project Monarch, I believe, is uh, something. It's it's a mind control that they do at a young age to make them into 
uh, like, for instance, the Sex Kittens type of thing, like the help get blackmail on, on kind of higher elites. It's a long, that's what Amy told me a while back, and it's always stuck in my mind. Um, and MK, or MK Ultra is more of like, you know, the school shooter type people. You know, people who are like supposed to be soldiers or something or super soldiers, that type of a deal. So it's, it's quite scary, isn't it? So if you, you we just before we started talking today, um, Joe Biden's just been inaugurated today. Um, he had Lady Gaga speaking just before, uh, speaking, singing, um, singing mm. just before the national anthem. To me, Lady Gaga is a clear example of um, a presidential model, which is a little bit like um, Marilyn Monroe was, I think, the original one, the blonde bombshell. And, and she goes back to that character, and I'm, I, I didn't see what it is today, but I'm assuming she was had the blonde hair, possibly wearing white. That seems to be what they wear. Um, I'm not sure what she was wearing today, but... It was red and black. Was it red and black? <laughs> it was very well sad, satanic. Mm. Um, so... She to me looks like a presidential model. What did you get from today you, with with the Lady Gaga thing? She seems a very much someone who's completely under it. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I just, I mean, the first thing when I saw her, I was like, can't help but be like, oh great, her again. But uh, you know, I, she's clearly under the spell, and she you can't break it. Like she's pretty much been under the the wing of Abrina Abramovich. You know what I mean? So she's pretty. I would I, I would say that Lady Gaga is going to be taking over Abrina's position in all this so abramovich i mean to anyone who doesn't know about abramovich explain to her what she's all to do with spirit cooking and that Spe- sort of stuff. Yeah, spirit cooking she does all these uh eccentric art shows where uh she'll have na- nude models laying down with like this red syrup that's supposed to be blood on them they're nude and people eat chips off them and weird shit um and uh they also do like dead baby cakes and stuff like that it's it's so it's it's insane i know it uh, Anybody who has never heard of it, which I'm assuming your listeners have, but anybody who hasn't heard that, they're like, you're you're crazy, you're making shit up, I don't believe you. But there's pictures out there, and a lot of the Hollywood elites are there as well. So They are, yeah, I think I've seen Will Farrell, one of her, her dudes as well. He's wearing all white, they were all wearing all white, if the one I yep. remember. Um, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga was there, wearing all white, if I remember again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a whole kind of coding system going on. Um, I've seen, I, I, and I've seen this, and I've pointed this out to people. Lady Gaga's been on stage doing mock sacrifices, and there's children watching. How can parents just cognitively just bypass that? They're under the spells too. Like if, if you're the the boomers are stuck in front of that television, and they're constantly putting this stuff in front of our faces, and it, they just become accustomed to it. And it's oh, well, that's. You know, the TV would never lie to me. The TV would never steer me wrong or the news, you know. So they just got brainwashed that much where they don't even see it. And it's hard to make them see it. You can't just... I get very aggressive when I, I try to talk to my mother, for instance. So I can never get anything across to her. But, uh, you know, I, I, it's tough. It's really tough. And I really need to tone down and figure out how I can word things better for them. But uh, always show, show something. Like, for instance, the, you know, like I said, the mixtapes, you know. This is, it's a start. It's a start. Get you in that field, the dark place, unfortunately. Well, this is where, and it is very, very dark. And what we saw today with um, with Joe Biden being inaugurated, to me, that looked like a cult. That was a cult. That, I mean, if you match that side to side with the Hunger Games, the speeches that the Hunger Games make out in front of thousands of people, it was nowhere in there because they were, they were too scared to let anyone in. They've all got masks on. They've all got. It was a mix between Handmaid's Tale to me and the Hunger Games. Tell me what your view was when you were what because I know you watched a bit of it today, like I did as well. What were you thinking? Well, uh, I I thought the place looked pretty damn good. Uh, by the way, since the January sixth, when everything was total chaos down there, which is all you know fakery, anyways. But uh, you know, I immediately thought that this is just another stage thing. Like here in the commentary, it was literally like to me, it was like listening to a sporting event or a golf game. I don't know if you ever watched golf, but the commentary of golf, it was very you know light, you know. Mm-hmm. Quietly telling what's going on, and then VP Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris is coming out. It was just, it just seems so fake and just not real to me. It's so absurd because it used to be hidden a bit until this whole COVID nineteen madness, and now they don't even—they're not even going to hide it. It's not going to be hidden. What do you think it's going to be like for the next next year for the US? Because I don't see—I don't—I I see a 
when they say dark winter i i i think it's the that's what you're seeing nothing to do with what they're saying is um well it depends on how long joe biden survives mm. um well we're just we're pretty much we're already sold out to china so we could say that at least so it's just going to get more restricted on on speech uh and content producers are, are going to have a tough time doing things like you're going to be pushed off to another platform you go to that platform they're going to come after that platform it's gonna be this constant chasing game cat and mouse they're just going to be shutting us up as much as they can so i can't wait for people to actually get you know pe- websites like iconic for instance going we need more of those yeah we do yeah this is what disappointed me about trump today was that he was obviously ch- Chucked off of all of these different ones, um, regardless if you think that he's, he's part. I think the, he was always this was part of the show, but regard, mm-hmm. if you don't even think that it was he, he, he in the out on the world stage, he's chucked off all of these ones, and he has the opportunity to pardon Julian Assange <laughs> for journalism, and he doesn't do it. That was, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me, other than he was always a system man all along. Absolutely, but I mean, I guess there is there also is this possibility of uh, maybe they threatened him with something else. Like, yep. just if you if Assange's on that list, then you will definitely go to jail or something along those lines. You know what I mean? Uh, but a lot of me says it's all just a game. Anyways, they're all part of they're all shaking each other's hands at the back of the stage. You know what I mean? So I don't fully believe that, but there's always that if maybe if I always have that maybe if in my head. You got to cover all bases. Yeah, exactly, and and it's multi-leveled, isn't it? And I think you're right. I think he maybe he did get some sort of. This. You're not the only person to say that that he was not allowed that on there. And if he had been, they would have um, he would have done some jail time himself, uh, which would be a first, considering all the other presidents that probably should have gone to jail. He might have been one of the least likely to actually. Have... But then again, that's the inverted world we live in, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So a lot of this comes back to Satanism to me. And Lady Gaga, the word people don't understand, the Gaga is the original name for the planet. I believe it's Pluto. Um, so Jupiter... Pluto or Saturn? I can't it's remember. Pluto. And Pluto was the messenger for Saturn. Oh, okay. So what we're having here is the messenger for Satan. Saturn, Satanism is Gaga. And Lady Gaga is the messenger for Satanism to the young people don't realize the esoteric kind of nature of this have you got into any sort of understanding of this kind of satanic premise and satanic belief system well the satanic the satanism is all just a cover really for you know occultism uh dark magic dark arts type of shit uh that is to make uh you know they they needed the boogeyman so they gave us a boogeyman for the religious people uh who are following the way of god or whatever They, they needed that boogeyman so they could be scared and stay in place of not go out of their restriction areas. You know, not to say too much or not to question too much. Don't be a bad person. Uh, but they needed that to, to, to really focus on what they're really trying to do. If you look at Washington, D.C., it's full of occult symbolism anyways. It's all over the place. Aerial, all the statues, you know. On a lot of the buildings, you know, I don't see crosses up there. I see, like, like who, I'm sorry, I know you lost train of thought. Who's up on top? I'm thinking of the Capitol, or not the Capitol. Never mind. Sorry, forget it. Um, but yeah, it's all covered for uh, occultists. So when you say dark magic, what do you mean by dark magic for someone who isn't familiar with that term? Well, I mean, well, it's like sacrifices, you know, rituals. It's a lot of the stuff we're seeing at Bohemian Grove, or do you believe that is kind of also a kind of distraction front as well? Some people say that they do, like the, uh, was it the, the, the world's deadliest game and they chase children into woods? Um, is this something that you think is actually happening, or is it kind of another kind of buffer? I feel like that was actually, I think that is a, that is a real thing. I, I think that Jones is probably, I think that either he was like a Bill Cooper where he was, allowed this information or this 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 stuff to get out and he, so he did let it happen but maybe he didn't maybe he didn't do it under him being forced to maybe he just did it on his own but they kind of like gave him the opportunity to do it yep. this is the hard thing you get because obviously i work with david a lot david Eich a lot uh from week to week and and um you always get the question the weird question of if they were doing this they must be a shield because if not they would be dead 
and Alex Jones has flip-flopped from QAnon. on he's, he's kind of completely distanced himself from early April last year from it now but there was a time I believe that he was in with it he did support it he's never kind of backed off from Trump too much at all where do you think the people who support QAnon are going to go from here because there's no figurehead anymore where yeah, do they go I don't know uh I mean a lot of people think that there's going to be a bunch of suicides. Like, there's a lot of thoughts yeah. of what people think are going to happen, which would be very devastating to see. But, uh, you know, I, I, I kept my eye out on some of them today, the people that I know are QAnon people. Um, and some of them are saying March. They're saying, wait till March now. I, I, I don't know. I didn't even ask about it. But they, apparently there's another date that they're like, well, you know, let's see what happens in, in this date. But Trump's already out. He's gone. Q's, Q's dead. The LARP is over. That's but very they... cult-like, isn't it? It it is. It is. When I took a step back, after I first was looking into the Q stuff, I was like, this seems a little, I don't know. It does seem cultish. It seems like people are getting kind of brainwashed with it. I feel like the same thing is happening now with COVID-19. I feel like it's being used as a... Because Trump never owned Q, did he? He never disowned it completely. I think he only right. ever said was they seem to like me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never owned it either. So kind of like have they figured out a kind of way to kind of with COVID-19 to create a cult mentality without actually having a cult figurehead. It can be a, it can be a, just a thought of something. Yeah, it could be. Maybe it's going to become a movement. Maybe someone will become will rise up and be the, the leader of QAnon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's so many different theories of who Q is. You know, some people think it's artificial intelligence for Christ's sakes. So I don't know. It's. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of lost people, but if you think about it, the QAnon people have actually, like, there's been a lot of new people coming into the truther world. And we can thank QAnon for that, but I think QAnon, just like Alex Jones, mucked up the water a bit. I agree, I agree. I agree that people like Satcha Stone, um, I've actually interviewed a few guys that do follow the QAnon kind of narrative um, from a while back, and they're still, even today, they're kind of, you can see they're, they're really disheartened and it's gone, but they're not going to let it go, go completely. And I think, as you right, and that's the first I've heard of that, it's maybe someone else will rise up to take that, that baton and move it forward. It's possible. Um, it's possible. I think, actually, if Trump actually goes through with making a, like a, a media company or something, mm-hmm. you know, um, of course, all the QAnon people will definitely flock that way, which will be a totally different platform than looking at that box or, you know, the TV side. So good i may maybe sounds good i said this before and i think i want to get your take on this so if you had say trump um creating his own platform and you and a few people have said that his own digital platform his own social media platform you would have a cult social media there and then you would have twitter which is now because i mean i got deleted and i'm not a trump supporter at all um literally just for sharing the video of the the trump supporters go being allowed in the side door of the capitol um so Everyone on Twitter, Facebook, would also be these left woke cult that really are the Biden lot. So you've got two cults here, haven't you? You're absolutely right. Two sides of the same, of two sides of the same coin, two wings of the same bird. Where's the middleman? You know, where's where's where, where do where do the middle people go? Does I don't it, know. That's it, and that's guys like us that are, that are nonpartisan that don't believe in believe in democracy but not the facade of democracy don't believe that there's any difference between a trump and a biden being that they're both jesuit trained i think that probably speaks a lot trump's obviously has uh wilbur ross was the rothschild's um banker he was the bankruptcy arm head of the bankruptcy arm and bailed out um trump so he was always always a deep state person if that's what you want to call it then you've got obviously biden the other side so where do we go? We're in the middle. Me, you, the people like Amy, the people like Jason, the people that are going to get squeezed off of these social media platforms. I've already got, I went over to Parler. Parler got pulled very quickly. I'm on BitChute. We know the guys from BitChute. I'm on Library, which is the blockchain thing. Not that I understand much about blockchain at all. And Gab, which is clearly very much pro-Trump. Um, there's not a lot out there for, for places for us to go. I and mean, YouTube's a limited hangout for us now, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it, it, we don't really have a big money man because both of them, uh, the money men are on the other side. So we don't have anybody who can really help create something for us, a platform for us. It may be pulling, pulling everybody putting their money together and getting something going possibly, but 
it's now you got to find you got to weed out and find the right people who want to be a part of this middle ground here and biden said that in his speech i did catch a couple of bits of it when he was talking about domestic terrorists and you see how clearly this is oh this is so ridiculous unbelievable and it's inverted it's quite clearly inverted for what they were doing it's um one rule for you lot and and different rule for us so domestic terrorists and that's what you're going to call people white supremacists anyone who talks anything about something completely different anything totally disconnected to you if you don't follow extinction rebellion you don't believe in the human cause climate change you don't believe that uh, that covid19 is a pandemic these are not you're now a domestic terrorist it's, it's so <laughs> fucking mental it's, it's unbelievable insane. you're being called a domestic terrorist by by a cabal of <laughs> criminals it's it's absolutely mental isn't it and I think the big block for this is the mainstream media. That's the the biggest tool they have is the mainstream media. Um, without that, none of this has been impossible at, at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I I forgot what I was looking at, but it was like a list of the most threats in America, terroristic threats or whatever. And I did see white or uh, white supremacy up at like between one and two or one and three so i think it was number two uh but i saw that and it, it made my blood boil like, i don't know why but i got very angry about it so anytime we bring it up like i immediately just like want to scream about it i mean domestic terrorism it's just i don't think that's the right choice of words i guess it's done on purpose and what isn't it it's like the whole hitler thing is to accuse them of doing what you're doing yourself so you're talking about people who have a, that have a eugenics background like the, like the Hitlers of the world who wanted a white supremacist race, the court saying now that we are white supremacists because we happen to be white and we talk about things that they don't want us to talk about. It's it's a literally satanic inversion of saying you are what they are. And, and that's, that's, that's an old psychological piss-poor trick, really, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that, that's where we're at with with that. Um, I wanted to talk to you as well about Isaac Cappy. There's something that people haven't talked to, talked about very often. Now he, he was a guy that came out for you guys don't know talking about the uh, satanic paedophilia um, and some of the paedophile kind of groups in Hollywood. He was a kind of a, I'd say he's a B-list actor. He was in some big films, but he was never a star. Um, right. And he came out talking about the likes of Tom Hanks, Oprah, um, Spielberg, and a few others, and then he he um fell or jumped off a book a bridge now you've done a video some videos about this so just tell me what you kind of know about Isaac Cappy and kind of get the audience up to date on what happened there well uh first thing that pops in my mind is he he was a, a Q a Q guy uh, from what oh. I remember he, he he definitely talked about Q not in the beginning when he first started calling everybody out but a little bit later on um so that always kind of discouraged me a little bit with what he's saying uh in Truly, truly believing fully what he's saying. Like maybe half of the people. Okay, so there's a big list of him telling, saying uh, who's a pedophile in Hollywood. Maybe 50% is, 50% is it? Because a lot of people can't really grasp the idea of Steven Spielberg and uh, Tom Hanks being a pedophile. Um, but maybe they are. You know, they're untouchable regardless. That's why some people think that Cappy was killed because of Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't Tom Hanks put a picture out after the shoe or something? It was uh, it was a glove, I believe. Glove. Uh, yeah, same uh, Route sixty six. That's that's where he took the picture. I forgot what the caption said. I wish I, I wish I had it at hand, but uh, but yeah, it was very odd because it was like the same week I think that Isaac uh, jumped to his death or pushed or faked his death, whatever you want to, whatever you think. Um, I do. I, a lot of me thinks that he was a true whistleblower. I, I do have a a lot of my side does go with that, but I, like I said, I always go with the what ifs. You know, got to think about it all. Uh, but and if if he's not really dead, then I guess he's in a, a deep underground military base or something, right? But that would be uh, Trump's still in presidency and he's run the military. But is he now? No. So maybe he really did get killed. This is the hard thing to know, isn't it? Um, there's so many things out there. We had this similar thing in the UK where we had the paedophiles in Parliament. This was about, 19, about 2015, and we had some guys come out 
saying um, saying that they had a list of paedophiles and what they'd done quite clearly is mixed in real names and fake names. And I think that's what you were implying with the Cappy thing there, whether he knew it or not is one thing. And they tried to get a pop star that I actually worked with and did some film with, a pop star in the UK that was well known in the UK, to go out on live TV and kind of talk about these names because he's, he's very outspoken and he tweaked it and what was going on. And there was a whole connection back there to the craze and all of this East London stuff. And it was fascinating, but it was also horrific. So what you're saying, these plays get take, they, they, they get remade, they're redone. And what I was saying earlier, QAnon was a uh, Soviet, Soviet thing called the um, Operation Trust. So, yes. and that was, as I say, Alex Jones that came out with that. So Isaac Cappy, I tend to have believed what he was saying as well, but, um, but it kind of just, got thrown over the under the carpet and all of this COVID yeah. thing happened and then the Harvey Weinstein yeah. thing happened then they tried to drag Michael Jackson back out from the dead and blame him and leave in Neverland and yeah. it was quite clear that they yeah. were doing that at the same time as the Harvey Weinstein film was at Cannes and then there's Oprah and there's there's Tavistock's Paul McCartney there's this whole weird satanic thing isn't there that's going on in the background of all of these there's definitely something to this isn't there yeah, he also, uh, he even called out, I mean, a lot of people knew about Jeffrey Epstein, but uh, second to last video or live stream, I think, Cappy did, he goes, uh, all roads lead back to, to Epstein Island or whatever. He said, go to Epstein Island or whatever, the bottom of Epstein Island or some shit like that. Right. Uh, so he did point out Epstein before he even got his uh, last arrest, you know, and then Cappy ended up, I think, dying like a week or so later, I believe it was. But, uh, I mean, so he did point out, he did pretty much hint at what's coming next you know the whole epstein thing but i mean the whole epstein thing is just a i feel that was covered up with a lot of the stuff that you just named off too and that's really that, that honey pot is a you know and i'm sure that goes very deep and we'll never know anything more of it other than what we know now well do you believe jews lane maxwell's in prison or do you believe that this is all we've never seen a mugshot of her yeah, we haven't seen a much. We haven't seen a mugshot. The only thing I've seen was her in court, uh, a drawing of her in court. That's all, the only thing I've ever seen uh, since she got arrested. But I don't think she's in jail. I, I'm, I'm sure she's not. I, I would think so as well. I mean, uh, people don't know yet. Maxwell, her dad um, was a, Robert. Is Robert Maxwell was a uh, Mossad agent. There's a lot of Mossad stuff going on here, isn't there? Whether they they used honey traps and compromat to to get over people um do you think that that something like that could presidents do you think like as, as a president like trump or or biden anyone who gets in there has a certain level of compromise already oh, over them yeah definitely uh i'm sure there's something on trump or there was you know for them to hold over his head um yeah definitely you don't get into that special office unless you're compromised and you have some blackmail on you because you know you got a dangles over your head do what we make sure you go with what we say, okay? Not nah, we'll let this we'll let this tape out. It's so weird, isn't it? I mean, it's a guy called Sean Atwood in the UK has done a lot of work on Epstein as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen any of his videos, but he's um, he was in touch with some guy who, who claimed to have a lot of this stuff on video somewhere, and he'd run off to Russia, and he was finding refuge in Russia. But that kind of never heard anything about that again. But apparently, this guy's still out there as well. Um, oh, wow. And Sean still talks about this this Epstein stuff and he's still trying to get it get it moving along I think that was a real kind of oh dear what's happened you had the connections there with um, Prince Andrew um, quite clearly although I think Prince Andrew was the very tip of the evil that the British monarchy have done and look mm -hmm. at the, the fact that that Jim see I think if we had more of the internet when Jimmy Savile kind of like mm -hmm. if we were more doing these things then the Jimmy Savile thing would have blown up a lot bigger because they covered that over really quickly and that was I mean, he was friends with Peter Suchcliffe, who oh, was the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah, yeah. He, he he had a lot of connections. He was knighted, right? Didn't they knight him? Yeah, they knight most. They knight a lot of pedophiles in this country, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with how long he was in the entertainment world and whatnot, and, like, he went, didn't he own, or, yeah, he, he uh, put charity towards, like, uh, like, hospitals and whatnot for, like, broken kids or whatever, so, and he had go there i'm sure you know all about seville but it's uh it's crazy yeah it's just it was brushed right on the rug right i mean it, it had a little bit of time and then that's it move on Let's do the next thing don't worry about it life is fine 
Absolutely, and the BBC is still running, and I find it absolutely appalling that the BBC is still running. The BBC also have a statue outside their main building of a, I believe it's a man and a child, in a kind of compromised position, and it was made, created by a guy that was a convicted paedophile, um, I believe. You'll have to kind wow. of check me on that, guys, but I'm pretty much sure that's true. Um, if not, it was a, a suspected paedophile, and that's still there. I mean, this is just utterly disgusting what's going on. Um, and this is the deep underbelly of it, of trafficked children, trafficked humans. Cloning centres is another one that Amy writes a lot about. So that's fascinating. Um, also, I wanted to ask you, actually, in, in about Biden, because Biden's gone from um, being a, unable to put a sentence together using random <laughs> words, like he's just picked them, picked them up out of a, of, a, of a salad bowl and gone chicken hazard fish rod, and then he's suddenly be able to do a 45-minute talk. That is what's happened there. I don't know. When you bring up the cloning thing, I mean, I I kind of believe that there's uh, they have these clones of different people, and when the one when one dies out, they they go ahead and put the other one in place. Or they, there's a hell of a makeup job where they're putting prosthetics or whatever on, you know, like a a Joe Biden mask on, and you know, it's possible. It's possible. But yeah, he's sharp. He's sharp. I don't think all the Adderall in the world could make him that sharp when he's 78 years old. That's it. He, I, I was waiting for him. I don't know about you when you did it today. Well, you were waiting for him to kind of dip and then go into nonsense speak, but it never happened, did it? No. He, I, I, he, uh, the only thing that made me chuckle was him starting to sing a song, but he didn't really fumble at all. No fumble. And this is from a guy that only a few couple of months ago couldn't say anything. And I remember Trump saying, I don't know what happens to Joe, but Joe's, he said something along the lines of, I don't know what they're giving him, but he seems to be speaking quite well now. Maybe there's something out there that, uh, that of course, you know, there, I'm sure there is things out there that, that the elite have access to, you know, and not us. Maybe there is a super pill that, that'll that make you just go for like a good hour. You know, that's all he needs is a good hour, hour worth. And he can keep completely form his sentences without, until he starts parting around, picking up papers and not knowing what to do with himself, you know. It's so strange, isn't it? And then sniffing, sniffing kids as well on live TV. I mean, I don't see how anyone's... Did Trump, did, um, I mean, I think Biden kind of, I think the whole thing was completely just set up and they, they cheated with the election as well. But do you think people are accepting Biden just because he's not Trump? Absolutely. My, my family is accepting Biden because it's not Trump. And I've, I, I've like I said before, I, I, I get aggressive when I try to talk to my family about opening their eyes, but they don't listen when somebody yells. When people start yelling, they stop listening, you know. Uh, so, but... Yeah, people just don't want Trump in there. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man bad and, and white man bad. And this is the, if the orange man is bad, that makes Biden good. And that makes, that's that binary kind of almost AI ones and zeros, isn't it? It doesn't mean just because one person is, that's like saying Joseph Goebbels was great because Hitler was awful. It doesn't right. make any sense. It makes no sense at all. Um, as you say, you have trouble kind of, conveying these things to people and i have the same here and i've everyone i speak to gareth and jamie obviously ike david's sons have trouble um everyone i interview has trouble talking to people but especially now when you see people with masks on social distancing and and doing everything that really is detrimental to their own health but not just their own health their future and their grandchildren and their grandchildren when you know that's gonna that's down the line and you've seen that far down and can kind of put the dots together how does that how does that make you feel when you're, you're trying to talk to people? Do they just completely dismiss it? Do they not understand any of this at all? Well, I mean, I, as per the masks and COVID and whatnot, I mean, I tried to when when uh, when we had or uh, not Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve uh, with my family and whatnot. They they uh, half of them had masks on, half of them didn't. So I, you know, I'm like, why why do you have a mask on? It's not gonna. It doesn't prevent it. You know, you're not spreading it. You know. It's just, it's for, uh, what do they say? It's, uh, you're doing it out of kindness or you're doing it for other people. For whatever reason, they, they put that in their head. But it's not doing anything at all. And it, apparently it's bad for your health to have a mask yeah. on for hours at a time. All the people I know who are working in New York State right now have to wear a mask. And I'm like, that's, you know, it's not going to be good in the long run. It's going to hurt you. Absolutely not. And it's a sim symbol, it's symbolic of gagging of slavery. I mean, it couldn't be any worse unless you put it over your eyes. I mean, it's non-functional, but I'm surprised they haven't tried that as well. 
I mean, <laughs> horse blinders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. We had a guy came around earlier to fix the boiler. That's not a euphemism. He actually did, and it um and he had a mask on, and he was a big guy. He couldn't breathe. I was like, you can't take your mask off. I've never worn a mask once, and I won't. Um, but I didn't go into why or any of these things and like that. Um, do you think that the people that get in? I don't know how your family are with taking the vaccines and that, but we've had some troubles around here. They're, they're look, queuing up for the vaccines around here. We had a nurse come around the other day to check on our little boy. Um, just as he's only five months old, you have your five month old check, and she had a mask on and she's like, oh, "Yeah, I'm going after this. I'm going to get my vaccine." And I'm like, "She's a nurse. She's a nurse, and I'm a podcaster and filmmaker for a living." And I know what the PCR test is, and I know what mRNA vaccine is, and transversing RNA back into the back into the DNA, and what that might possibly do. If I understand that, why doesn't a nurse understand that? That that that, that screams to me of what that's the wrong way around here. Well, I mean, you should think you would think that the common sense would be very, you know, it would be in every nurse, but it's not because they're book. They go by the book. There is no common sense. Street smarts. There's no street smarts type of a thing. You know, they're not thinking outside the box. They're just going by what their whatever their boss says or whatever the book says, whatever the official thing tells me uh, is what I'm going to do. They're just too stuck in front of that television. That's what it is, isn't it? And then, so with yourself, I don't know if they'll. I mean, they they can say they won't mandate the vaccines, but it doesn't really matter if you've got a. Um, if you've got a universal credit or you've got um you've got a social credit score, which is as you say, now China is the US is the United States of China now really. Um and it's the same in the UK, no different at all. It's the same cult, different different puppets. Um they won't if they don't mandate it, they're gonna make your life very difficult to function without it. What are you how is that going to f- affect your life? Or is that something well, that you just don't really want to think about? Oh, I have to think about it. I'm in New York State. Uh, Cuomo right. said he wanted to be the very first state in America to be fully vaccinated. Uh, obviously, that must mean mandatory to, to work, to travel. You know, My point is, is I'm getting out of New York State before summer hits. Uh, I'm going next door to New Hampshire just because it's a lot better than New York State. Then I'm going down south. I'm going to find that perfect state where it's not going to affect me, but... Now that Biden's president, I mean, this is me going by the left and right type of thinking. But now that he's president, I feel like that, that we don't really have a, an option. There's not going to be a red state to go to. It's still going to get there. Mm. Mandated. Yeah. yeah, when you said like you're going by the left and right. And even if you aren't, I think anyone would have to agree that under Biden, it's just going to speed up. Under Trump, they had to do it a little bit more covert. So you had a bit more time under Trump. It would have got there eventually. But it's Biden... He's already said the first hundred days he wants a mask mandate for everywhere. And I think in the UK, we forget that, that, that the states in America, in the UK, we're so, such a small island, really, in, in England, that it kind of affects the whole country. Whereas, actually, it's different where you are. It can be complete, like you're living in a different country per state, can't it? Right, yeah, they go by the state with a lot of things. But, I mean, just, I, I have, like, the mob bo- governor mob boss in my state, and yeah. he's terrifying to me. Like, as soon, like I, I wanted to run away as fast as I could, but my all my family's here. It's like, it's hard to just get up and leave your family, even if they're not listening to you. So it, I'm going to go just a little bit of ways away and keep working on them. But at this point, everybody wants a vaccine in my family. They all can't wait to get it. They think the vaccine's going to make this all go away. That's that's what they think. The masks are going to help it go away, so the vaccine, so we got to get it. But they've been told that the vaccine doesn't, stop you from getting it haven't they and they've been told that even if you take the vaccine you still have to wear masks and you have to wear they're not going to ever get 7.6 billion people on the planet to take the vaccine so they definitely aren't because there's two here that won't ever take it so where do they think this is gonna end i'm not just talking about your family i'm talking about people in general because i have people in my family are probably going to do the same as well um, well, I mean, the whole FEMA camp thing has been kind of bugging me out. People, you know, people are thinking they're going to round us up all together. This is another thing, thing why I think Q is just was just one of those psyops to just get people in one place so they could be like, tag them and bag them so we know who you are and we can bring you to these camps now. And until you get the vaccine, you'll just live here. You'll live in the gymnasium of your old high school until you get the vaccine type of a thing. So it's, it, they'll make us want it because we want to travel. We want to work. But a lot of us will say no and still go against it. And after a while, they'll probably be like, all right, well, we'll we, have to, we have to quarantine you because uh, you're not vaccinated. 
and you you say that I'm just googling something and mm-hmm. guys if you think this isn't going to happen um quarantine if you think this is got isn't going to happen guys go google germany quarantine camps and the first thing you'll find is germany plans forced accommodation for repeated quarantine dodgers and i don't mean the baseball team or um it's i believe that's a baseball team as really yeah. english yeah. Oh, yeah i got that right that was good I'm quite pretty to that um so yeah covid rule breakers in germany will be put in quarantined Quarantine accommodation, forced quarantine accommodation. Well, forced quarantine accommodation sounds like when you open up a, a, like a nice a pamphlet for prison, really, and that's like what they call it. <laughs> isn't that prison? Yeah, it is prison, isn't it? It's a quarant- quarant- concentration camp, guys. And I know I don't know if you've ever you heard that one, but what you're saying, I want to back up what you're saying there. That's happening in Germany already. Yep. I mean, and they're already talking about re-education camps. That could be part of the same camp that they're trying to put us on. We need you to be re-educated because, you know, you're in a bad line of thinking. That's just crazy. Doesn't China actually have re-education camps for Muslims or something? I I, I can't remember where I saw that, but I remember seeing something along the lines of Muslims who who are in re-education camps. I think it was like the past year. Yeah, there is a place in China... Um, I can't what it's called. There is a place in China where um, if your social credit score gets to... No, sorry, if you're actually... If you are a different... Um, I suppose denomination is not the right word. If you're if you're a different um, race, I suppose, within that, that count, that, con- that part of the country, you're automatically on a lower social credit score and you're automatically locked out. Um, so I, I possibly part of that... I mean, there's, there's th- hundreds of thousands of people in this part of... And people don't realise it's already happened. And because China's locked out of the internet in a lot of ways, none of this information gets out unless you go oh, yeah. looking for it because it's been sectioned off. What we're talking about here is cults. To me, right. they just reek of cults. It's just a cult. What you're doing is you're not joining a cult. You're being forced. You're having a cult built around you. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no escaping it, really. It feels like that they're one way or another they're going to get you. You don't want to be a part of it, or you do, and you do unwillingly. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna end up getting to you. It's that's how scary it seems to me. Like I'm a paranoid person, so there's that. But I, I, I feel like that's really what's gonna happen in the next year. Well, this is this, that's why watching the Biden thing today was so like it was almost like I couldn't compute it because it looked like something out of a dodge. It did look like a really bad next fix program. But also, you just mentioned Como as well, Cuomo, whatever he wants to call himself. Didn't he do a video only about three weeks ago where he was standing in, like in a thing like a war room and he had all these paintings on the ceiling and behind him and it looked like it was from Batman Returns, like a Tim Burton film. It was just god-awful. Did you see that? I didn't see that, no. I didn't. Oh, you've got to look here for it. It's horrific. It just looked like a big staged... What was it? Do you remember exactly what he was saying, Matt James? Um, just all of this stuff about literally what you were saying. So Cuomo... Um, I think he called it the war room. I'm pretty sure he called it the war room. Um, Let's have a look. Yeah, he did. Um, So, guys, if you go over and Google, I saw this. I can't remember why I saw this on first. I think it was on Luke Wadowski's. Here it is. We are changed. It says, Governor Como delivers his 2021 State of of the State address. That's clunky. (laughs) So during the first of four states of the state speeches, Governor Como, Andrew Como, said on the Monday that fighting COVID-19 pandemic will be top priority. And he gave it from this thing called the War Room. And guys, I don't know if you can Google that. Um, I don't know if I could send you this link in the chat. I'm terrible at this on on this thing. Um, But I will send it to you now and have a look at this stage behind him. To me, this looks like Batman Returns. It's like Tim Burton thing. It's... And this oh is real. God. Yeah, can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> <Kind Wow>. of... <laughs> it's real. I shouldn't laugh, but that is real. And I watched the... He, he did a whole... So there's no audience there. And he's talking, waffling on for about a good 40 minutes. And it was the most dystopian, draconian thing I've seen. And that even beat what Biden was doing today. We've entered a really weird... <sighs> like super villain film haven't we 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 live in a re- we live in a virtual reality now i don't feel like we live on planet earth anymore yeah i i, I agree with that for sure like we're, we're, if we're if, if we are in a world full of super villains who is the hero you know 
who is our vigilante? We don't have one. We're, we could be a group of vigilantes, you know, fighting the war against your mind, but there really is anybody to save us. We can only save ourselves at this point. And I don't know how religious you, you are, but it definitely comes in from within, you know, finding whatever gives you peace and whatever, at least giving yourself up to some higher being, something. Yeah, I think what what you're saying there is kind of the book. I don't know if you ever read Man's Search for Meaning, but it's the a book about um, it's very it's not a very big book, but it's it's a it's a book about a guy who survived the Nazi concentration camps and and how he survived it, and he survived it by giving himself a reason to keep going, a reason to help other people, a reason to get out, or a reason to he just had to have a meaning. And I think that's kind of where we're going to have to we're going to, have to go inwards and go, OK, well, what am I going to do and go. But what we've been trained to do is be narcissistic and get on the Internet and try and get followers and fans and s subscribers and not kind of look after our family, two or three people around us. It's a very weird. We're going to have to do some kind of back engineering and undoing of a lot of a lot of mental abuse, I think, for the last 30 years. Well, definitely, but now you're getting into the into the idea of re-education camps, but for the other purpose, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's it's scary. Do you think there's going to be like a a split? Could you envision a split like Brave New World, a Savage Lands for the likes of us, and a and the technocracy cities, the smart cities for these guys? Yeah, absolutely. That's why they wanted everybody out of those major cities, like New York City, for instance, Ghost Town. They're setting up all. They're setting up all these smart things. I guarantee it. It'll be back and booming probably after like another year or two. I'm sure it'll be building itself right back up in all the other major cities. Uh, but I think that's another reason why they wanted people indoors. They didn't when they wanted people to leave the major cities just so they can set all this up without question, without being bothered. So yeah. I feel like that we're going to be back into. We're going to be into that. I think you're completely right. We had it here, and we noticed very quickly in the UK, maybe because it's a smaller place, that very quickly that 5G um, towers were going up very quickly. I was in New Zealand um, in February, of just before this kind of really kicked off, and they were as 5G towers everywhere in New Zealand. New Zealand is a completely overrun with sata Satanism and Masonic um, draconian rules. I mean, it has a really beautiful on the surface, but under you can feel it. It's it's not that nice in certain parts. Um, so I agree with you. So do you think that, so say in New in in and where you are, um, in these states, they're gonna usher people out or keep you indoors and then build it and then you go out in it and then it's already there. You've kind of gone indoors and come out with the skies a different color. That sort of feeling. Yeah. Well, uh, in my area, I'm more in the country, not in you know in New York, not in the city, but I'm like five hours from there. But up here, uh, I don't know if you know where the Adirondacks are, but it's uh, it's a Nice woodsy area up in New York, New York State. Um, but I'm already seeing uh, fake trees, you know. They're already putting the fake trees up. With You can tell what the 5G things look like. So it's already here. It, they've been building it slowly for a long time, but now they're they're definitely putting it. They're, they're probably done at this point in, in those major cities. Do you so think – sorry, don't go oh, on. No, no, go on. No, I, I, I just want to say, do you think there's a connection between that and the vaccine then? Because why they're so desperate to get the vaccine in us? Is there something in these yeah. vaccines? I've I've written a book at the moment, and some of the stuff that I've read of about nanotechnology, mm -hmm. and um, I can't remember. There is a specific word that I'm looking for. There was even rumours that this is what's in Biden. There's some wires sticking out that protruded out of his shirt, and it went back in during the debate of Trump um, when they mm -hmm. had the live TV debate, and he was actually cognitive. Um, do you think this is something? In the, why are they desperate to get that vaccine yep. in us? They're I desperate. think so. I I believe that uh, I believe there is the nano, some nanotechnology going on in there, and sound like a complete paranoid, crazy person. I think it's going to have so, a lot. It's going to give us a lot of going to give them a lot of control over us. No, I don't know how. Obviously, we don't know how they do it. But if you have little electric nano things in your blood, you know, there's what other way? Five G just makes sense. That they just makes a lot of sense to me. I don't get. Uh, like I've seen videos of trees next to 5G towers, and they're like they're they're you know they're half dead. I've seen the video of uh, of uh, somebody putting their iPhone down with 5G or whatever phone, and it was a pile of ants, and then all the ants just sprawl, go around it, and they're all just circling around it. So it's like the, it it's clearly giving off this terrible, well not healthy uh, thing. 
And what people don't realise, they go, well, it's just an upgrade from 4G. I did a documentary earlier in the year of Iconic called um, Unnatural. It was about 5G, um, about millimetre waves and EMF radiation. People don't realise, guys, when you're watching this, that 4G and 5G aren't the same thing. 4G light is a little bit like 5G, but it's actually millimetre waves. It's completely different technology, and people just think it's an upgrade from 4G. It's not. These millimetre waves are used in um, crowd dispersion technology from the military. Yes. So at 60 gigahertz... And they're not saying these won't come out 60 gigahertz. There'll be a lot less than that. But why give them the opportunity to do it to you? I don't know. 60 gigahertz, this affects the blood carrying oxygen around the body. And that will manifest in flu-like symptoms. What we're seeing at the moment, flu-like yep. symptoms. And I'm not saying there's connection there because I don't know. But anyone with half a brain would go, okay, I want to have a look into this. You can't just dismiss these things. 60 gigahertz will affect the blood... Um, taking oxygen around the body if anyone's watching this and feels more knackered than they've ever felt you feel half asleep all the time do you, you ever feel like you just got no energy to do anything that could be because we're, li we're living in an, an electromagnetic soup or electromagnetic beings do you so and people don't realize the people behind this as well like the likes of bill gates i don't know how much you know about his background about where he come from but there is a satanic eugenics element isn't there to bill gates yeah, definitely. Uh, and by the way, he has disgusting skin. It's, as Sam, as Sam Triple likes to say, I, I make sure I give him credit. He has three-day-old cheese pizza pedal skin. You know, it's just really disgusting. But I don't, I don't know too much on Bill Gates. Uh, I mean, I all I know is uh, he, he's now the biggest owner of farmland in the United States of America, which I thought was very interesting. What do you need all that farmland for, Bill? What do you do all that? What do you do all those vegetables, Bill? More, more bullshit you can pump in us my, is my assumption. Absolutely, GMOs. Well, well for guys who don't know, that, um, just briefly, Bill Gates, is um, his dad was head of Planned Parenthood, which is a eugenics cult. Um, he also, IBM, seed-funded Microsoft into existence. IBM were the technology company that funded the ticket machines for the Nazi war camps that made them possible. So you have two big connections there in, in the genesis of Bill Gates. So you're letting this guy fund the MHRA in the UK, which is the governing body for vaccines, and the FDA in the US, governing body for the vaccines, and the vaccine companies with a technology that's experimental, which messes with your DNA, and you're thinking, ah, everything's fine. That's what I find so mad. And I know most people don't know these things, but even if you can just do these two little dots, they still don't want to hear that. Don't be silly. Yeah, because they don't want to face reality, I think. They don't want to face it. They're they're not doing it well. They're, they're not unwillingly uh, trying not to face it, but they, they subconsciously they know that their world's going to kind of start crumbling down, like the reality. If they really dig the, dig into this shit, like I, I I've gone mad like when I first dig started digging into just the the truth or world, uh, and then especially when I got into satanic stuff, I just I went dark for a while. Like I had to like hide away for like a good week by myself and just kind of close my eyes if you will and meditate but people don't want to they don't want to see it they like and they live you know maybe you really do have to force the glasses on some people which that's why i kind of want to do the mixtape stuff um but they i just they don't they need to be food uh, spoon fed you need to go here's the airplane you know for them to really try to give it a go so where do you start right now because this is, a, let's say, like you know so much, you know all about the satanic stuff, you know all about the the mRNA, the mRNA vaccines, you know about where all this stuff connects. That blows because people don't have that map for the terrain, and I often forget that they don't have the map for the terrain. How do you start with someone who watches BBC, ITV, NBC, ABC, Fox? They watch these things and they believe everything that's coming from them. Well, majority believe it. They probably know that it's probably a bit hyperbole, but they believe most of it. Where can you start? Because we live, to me. I've said this to Amy. I think we live in two different we live in two different realities while sharing the same space. I mean, where where do you start? Uh, you could start with Operation Paperclip or something. You know, it start with pretty much showing the dirtiness of of your country, of the people that who run it aren't that trustworthy. Why? They'll ask. I'll go. Well, did you know that NASA was formed like a bunch of Nazis? Did you know that? I mean, starting with stuff like that to get to get them to go. Oh, there's this one time uh, a couple years back where my dad got a, an Alexa for his home, 
And I, I immediately pointed it out. I'm like, oh, great. Now you got CIA listening to us. He's like, what? I'm like, you said no. And then a little bit later, I go, hey, Alexa, what's Operation Paperclip? And then it, and it said exactly what it, what it is. And he was like, I didn't know that. It's like, yeah, it's a lot we don't know. And so that, just, that's just the surface, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Way more than that. And that's that's deep. the thing. They're all in our homes, and it's smart technology. And and I think we're going to end up being one of the things within the Internet of Things. Do you think there's a kind of a way around this through... If knowledge is power, is there a way of, without getting too mystical, if you want to understand the tricks, what they're using, do you think it kind of it's not able to get you? Or do you think if you get the vaccine in you, then you, you, you are pretty much fucked? Well, I don't... I mean... Like to to think like I mean it'd be kind of interesting to see as an experiment, but I don't want to have I'd hate to see anybody go through it. But somebody along our line, the same line of thinking, get the vaccine and then see how they actually think how they feel after and think mm-hmm. after like a couple months or a year. Are they is there going to be like a turn and like just zombied out like you're on SS or like uh, antidepressants or anything like that, you know? And just go uh huh yeah, sure. I don't know. I would like to think that I'm more strong-minded where I could break it if I got a vaccine, but I don't know. Who knows at this point? It's brand new. It's something we haven't seen before. If you had to try and explain what's going on right now to yourself 15, 16 months ago, how would you explain this in any way that wouldn't make you sound like a mad conspiracy theorist? Oh, man. 15 months in a long time, either. <clears throat> Jeez. I would explain. I would tell myself that they're going to try and rip you away from your fan, friends and your family. They're going to make you do it, and not, they're going to make you do it by out of how much anger you have and how much you know. So, take it one step at a time. Don't be so aggressive, and uh, whatever you find, don't hold it to yourself. Share it. Make sure people know, because I held a lot back when I, you know, you talking 15 months ago. I did. Anything I found out, that's just to me and I, and whoever my internet friends are who are on the same page as me. But anything you know, anything you find out in this 15 months, make sure you share it. Make sure you share it to your friends and family, the people who feel that need to, to be woken up. Do you think there was a point where I had this um, conversation with Ryan Christian, the last American Vagabond, where this will collapse in on itself? I believe there's, there's two weak points, the um, PCR test, which is useless if you even take five minutes to look into it for what they're using it for pretty much useless it's not supposed to be used for that and then the um the vaccines when you start to look into who's behind the vaccines it starts to tear the whole narrative apart is there a point where this is going to wobble over or do you think they'll just get past covid um and they'll kind of let that kind of sweep away because we had no one at the um no one's really talking about at the moment it's so much they've gone over to the to the biden trump thing is there a point where the Great Reset will be kind of all set up and, as you say, the cities will be ready and they'll go, OK, well, we got the vaccine worked and the numbers dropped? Is it a complete mind game? Uh, it's a mind game for not for everybody because they're already on the spell. That's not going to be broken, but it's definitely a mind game. For, it's like I feel like they're fucking my mind, you know, definitely with all the stuff that they put out there. And it's just. Uh, it's just hard to really see what's really true out there I, I don't know it is especially with like things like Q and you end up going off, off in that direction and you end up going off in this direction do you have a kind of way of kind of ciphering that stuff out and going um, this isn't doesn't feel right to me is it just a gut instinct uh, it's, for me that usually is the case um, but how about for yourself uh, for the most part I, I feel I go with my gut too you know um, but if I feel it, it's true, then I, you know, I usually, I just know. And is that something that kind of come over time? Is that something you've always had, but you ignored it for a long time? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people out there, I think, are ignoring cognitive dissonance, as you say, with the Trump stuff. Um, there's a lot of cognitive distance out there. People are going, no, no, it's fine. It's it's, it's all right. We'll be fine in the end. Just get the vaccine. You say the cult thing moves. The the goals posts keep moving. Um, or do you think everybody's going to have a different level of breaking? 
I'm sorry, break. I'm not too sure what you mean by like, that. Like, do you think people are, there's going to be like a whole kind of a fall down quite quickly of this whole narrative, a COVID narrative, and people are going to wake up to it being, if not a complete scam, at least it's it's definitely I would say embellished to be something that it's not. Or do you think people are just going to wake up individually, and some might take years, some might go tomorrow? Well, I mean, a lot of people have noticed. I mean, even my uh, even my real life friends who think I'm nuts, uh, they they definitely realize that it's not what they say that say it is you know it's clearly just the a flu type of a thing so believe it or not you know there are a lot of normies out there who don't fully think it's as bad as they say i mean look at the, the death rates or the the kill rates or yeah the death rates i mean it's small i think we just hit maybe four hundred thousand recently but it's still it's not it's not that big you know it, it it's with old people who are who are old and sick or it's people who are sick like with cancer who are really going to feel this that's it isn't it and that's even with the test that's not really testing for it very well um everything falls down like that jimmy um what, what would you like people to kind of get their head around from sort of the work you're doing why do you do what you do and why do you continue to kind of keep looking into these kind of dark areas when it kind of would be easier sometimes to just pop your mask on take your vaccine and, and go along with everybody else why what makes you go i'm not doing that i can't do that well, I mean, I've already taken the red pill. I, I can't really go back to the blue pill anymore. Uh, you know, it, it's once you wake up, you're just not going back to sleep. Uh, I, 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 I just want to do my part and and help people see things that aren't seen. I want to shine the light. I want to make sure that people get the information that they they should have, rather than just being told one narrative and saying, "All right, move on. Here's the next thing. Oh, here's uh, here's Lady Gaga in concert." Here's Jay-Z, you know, watch this brand new movie. I got to get mad at people who watch mainstream movies, for instance. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. I watch old 80s movies that's in B-movie horrors at this point. I, it's the only thing that makes that gives me entertainment. Although I see a lot of stuff in there as well. But I just want to be able to help people get in the same mindset as me and yourself. It's really difficult, isn't it? It's getting more and more difficult. Um, Jimmy, thank you for your, your, your time. Where can people find your work and connect with what you're doing? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Jimmy the Lip. Um, I'm also on DLive where I do live streams over there. I do it once a week. Uh, I'm working on a Patreon. We'll see what happens after Mixtape Volume 2 comes out. Um, so, But uh, just find me on YouTube and, and Twitter, jshafer5000, uh, J-S-C-H-A-F-E-R 5000. Um, and I post there all the time so you can find me there and I'll be able to guide you to all the other locations that I'm at perfect well Jimmy thank you for your time guys so go over I will, and check out Jimmy's work I will put the links below so you can go and find his YouTube page and his Twitter page and um, his DLive streams as well so Jimmy thank you for your time it's lovely to meet you it's really nice to chat to someone different as well and and um, thank you for all the work you're doing This, I think we, we will get there but we might have to carve out our own little space in the world which might not be that bad. I mean, I would probably rather live in the savage lands in, than in the smart, smart um, cities anyway. So it's the company you keep, not the place you live in. So I'd rather be around people like yourself than than in one of those cities with all of that going on. So maybe it might be a blessing in disguise for us to be shut out from that anyway. So guys, check out the um, website glitchingthecode.co.uk. Please share this around and and check out Jimmy's works. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Welcome to Glitch in the Code.